this isn't really related to anything we're talking about today, but I keep having this problem, and I swear it only happens in Disney World, where I go to the restroom. Greg, it happens to a lot of guys. No, stop. It's stopping right there. And um, I wash my hands, and I, I don't know what I'm doing in the bathroom the way I wash my hands, but it splashes water on my crotch area. So the solution for me is to just, if I have a bag, like I'll pretend to be looking through my bag on the way out of the restroom because it's covering the, the groin area. <laughs> and then sometimes I don't have anything with me, so I have to like... It's not pee, guys, everyone. It's not pee. It's water, I promise. It's not urine. It's just water. It is but water! <laughs> On that Doug note. hates the way I say it. <laughs> and you know what? That makes two of us. All right, let's get started. Hello and welcome to That Park Life Podcast. I'm Greg and I realized something awesome about masks today that I'm going to share. Oh, I can't wait to hear about it. Hi guys, I'm Beth. I'm here. You know, whatever. Is it Halloween yet? Are we there yet? It feels like Halloween. It's a little Halloween-y. I, mean, I, I did get some, uh, the neighbor commented on my lights the other day. He was like, I love your lights. I'm like, everyone should just put their lights up. Come on. <laughs> so I think I did talk one of my neighbors into putting hers up because now hers are up around okay. the corner so i felt a little it's literally just one strand but um we got we got a lot of orange lights going on in front of our house um i was telling the guy i was like i was thinking it might be a little bit too orange because it's like two strands of orange lights that like line the whole frame of our door and then i took these wooden pumpkin things and i wrapped those with orange lights and then i have two big orange pumpkins with lights in them so <laughs> it's a lot of orange I'm thinking I might need to get a little bit of purple, but whatever. You and I Happy also, Halloween, everyone. <laughs> you and I also say orange differently. How do you say orange? No, you say orange. Or you say orange. Orange, orange, <laughs> like the a- word orgasm. Orange. Listen, so <laughs> I, we have a, a pretty packed show today with our topic of Are You a Disney Foodie coming up, coming at you soon. But today was someone's birthday at work and we had to sing happy birthday. And there's something that you should know about me. I hate singing at all oh yeah including the happy birthday i don't ever want to be rude so i would always just mouth it but now that we have masks at work i don't even have to do that (laughs) but to compensate (laughs) not even anything i'm just like when i'm smiling they can't see but then usually at the end people clap and i clap the loudest to make it seem like i'm super enthusiastic good for you good for you oh hey remember that question i had for you yeah what's your question um did you know that they're redoing the golden girl like they're doing a new golden girl series no Stop but it right it's now. like all African-American women. <gasps> What's it called? The Golden Sisters. Listen, that's not racist, right? That's fine. <laughs> no. Okay. It's not fine? No, it's fine. Okay. So um, I would watch. I don't know many details, but I saw it and I was like, <gasps> I wonder if Greg knows about I this. I didn't know that. Um, mm. I guess I don't want to give away my Disney history item, but that's it. It's Golden Can't Girls wait. related. And Ooh. by the way, we're recording this at a time when they're doing a Golden Girls live stream, like an official from like the right Golden now? Girls. Account. Well, that's at seven o'clock uh, our time right now. Um, so I just want you to know I'm missing that for this. So if you hear something in the background, it's just because we've stopped to watch it. Yeah. If all of a sudden everyone is <laughs> hears Beth talking and Greg's not responding, mm-hmm. Greg's watching a stream somewhere else. Yeah. Yes. I'll just, just do definitely. the show by myself. 
Yeah, Sorry, no guys. big deal. I'm going to go ahead and apologize for that. All right, what are we doing today? Yeah, so we have our Are You a Disney Foodie questionnaire coming at you. 10 easy mm-hmm. questions to help you figure out if you're a Disney foodie. And we have a corresponding BuzzFeed quiz. Y'all, we're on BuzzFeed. Um, How did you even know how to do that? <laughs> I didn't. I just learned it. And it's apparently, okay. literally, okay. it turns out anybody can make a BuzzFeed podcast and it goes unmonitored. <laughs> so Guys, listen, careful. I'm going to, coming at you as the deadbeat host of this podcast, uh, get you guys a good host because Greg, <laughs> there's a lot of cool stuff. And I'm like, what? How did you, when did that? I just okay. thought it would be cool. So go ahead. It's it, is, not... it looks so official. Yeah. Well, it's that's... like the things that you see that everyone shares on Facebook and you're like, oh, BuzzFeed put this together. No, nope, it was just Greg. Yeah. Well, they make it very easy. So it's not a, are you a Disney foodie? I assume by the time you're taking the quiz you will have realized you're some level of disney foodie based on our questionnaire so Mm -hmm. i thought well okay let's let's help you determine what type of disney foodie you are yeah and there are four types and the goal is for everyone to go figure it out and feel free to share and tag us in it because we want to see what you all are and i want to know who my i don't want to name the groups out loud right now but i want to know who's who's in my cohort here who's in my group of uh, disney foodies I know I may have to go back because I don't know if I actually saved my results. Oh my gosh. Well, we'll get back to that. Oh, um, no. Before we get to our Disney foodie stuff, um, I do want to talk a little bit about my trip, if that's cool, uh, to Magic Kingdom yeah. this weekend because I feel like, yes, I'm talking about my trips a lot, usually in the, in the beginning of these episodes, but things are changing so quickly at the parks, it seems, and basically every week is like a new version of what is it like to travel to Disney or I guess I should say visit the parks at Disney during COVID times. Because it's honestly, it's different every time, every week, it seems. This was the first weekend where our Sunday was pretty busy. I mean, when I say pretty busy, I mean Space Mountain was at 60 plus minutes. Big Thunder was at 75. I've noticed that they've started to close off certain attractions when the queue is full. That's a thing they're doing now. So Peter Pan's queue was full, so they had to close it off. Because there's nowhere for people to stand. I mean, when the queue area is full, yes, there's an outside the building line. And that goes down to the entrance, uh, basically, of um, Columbia Harbor House, just about. And then it loops yeah. back around, obviously. And that was all full. So when all that's full, there's no, you can't, they can't just have people standing in the middle of the walkway. And huh. also do, you know, maintain their physical distancing. So the queue just shuts down for a little bit. Interesting. Um, we noticed They're that. like, we got to get these people through. I did notice, um, I don't know if you saw this or heard about this but the universal's like not social distancing on the rides anymore well here's the thing i read i like i'll be honest i partially read the article but (laughs) yeah if it's the outdoor coasters and stuff i think that's normal to me because you're moving the whole time i don't want to sit next to somebody but i don't need there to be a row in between me and the person behind me on everything i've heard it's on everything i'd have to take maybe maybe that's wrong yeah could be i mean either way i'm like okay but you're technically everyone has a mask on yeah, you're walk. You're already walking behind these people in yes. the queue. I mean, yeah, you're six feet apart, but like you're you're walking into their air space. I think like, that I'm. By the way, Nicole and I are like super careful and cautious during this time. But that idea of lessening the distancing on the rides doesn't bother me at all. It actually makes sense. Yeah. If anything, like they're loading even at Disney, they're loading every other Doom buggy in Haunted Mansion. It's like, well, yeah, you're not even near them when you're near them. Does that make sense? Right. Like, I know. That's why I think a lot of that's just kind of. And it's, I think that Universal's sort of like, I mean, whatever, we'll be the first ones to do it. They were the first they've to open, the, so. Yeah, they've kind of been the first ones to do everything. Yeah. To just And everything's worked out for them so far, I think. So. Luckily, like, knock right. on wood, everything here seems to be okay. But I do want to talk about a certain thing that happened at the end of the Under the Sea attraction. So the, the Little Mermaid, not the Voyage of the Little Mermaid, um, yeah. the one at Magic Kingdom. And as we're exiting the ride, we learned it was raining outside and literally... 
there was a huge crowd of people bottlenecking up the oh, exit yeah. of the attraction, which is typical most of the time. But you can't do that now. You either have to go out in the rain or just like so a cast member came out and did their perfect like loud. I'm going to project my voice, but not in yeah. a way that is threatening, you know. And yeah. she said that you have to basically you have to move. If you'd like to go back on the attraction, I can offer that. Raise your hand. I'll come get you and put you back on the ride. But you can't stand here because, I, I mean, the whole point of all of this is to not be near each other, not to right. huddle, not to congregate. Right. And so, like, what's the point of doing it the whole day if you're just going to stand in a huddle? I mean, it was a lot right. of people in a small area. And Nicole and I were looking at each other like, what's worse, COVID or the rain? Go out in the rain. Like, it's just yeah. water. Yeah. Right? Like. The worst and the worst uh, is too in Hollywood studios when you get off of um, the Star Wars. Why can't Star I think Tours? Of what, Star Tours. Yes, I'm like, why can't I think of what that is? Yeah, I feel like that's always the worst bottleneck right there. Yes, it's bad. And when like they... when it's raining because it's happened to us multiple times when oh, it starts yeah. raining. And we're like, everyone needs to move because you have you also have people that are actually like trying to purchase items mm-hmm. or put lightsabers together, whatever you know, whatever they had in that little area. And I'm like, oh, it gets bad right there. It's bad. It's so just. just hot and steamy and we're all breathing in each other's grossness at that point and that's like pre-pandemic imagine now when you never really know who's around you and what's going on with them just because they don't have a temperature doesn't mean they don't have it right so right right so just please be aware of that um i did also have the mickey monster mash burger yes tell me about this burger i'm like living vicariously through. it's good if you want to see a picture of it i did post it on our instagram account on monday today the day we're recording this and so it's it's your cosmic rays burger patty that part's the same but it's one of the burgers yeah. where they imprint the mickey on top so you know it's a specialty mm-hmm. burger that's why they charge more money and uh so other than the <laughs> burger patty it's a slice of monster cheese it is uh it has sriracha aioli potato barrels aka tater tots, tots. Uh, tots. bacon and obviously lettuce and i don't remember if there's tomato on there but i always get no tomato um yeah. and it's good it needed if it I could good. if I could so I've rated it an eight out of ten and the only reason why it wasn't higher is it needed just a little the one I got did not have enough in my opinion of the creamy sriracha sauce so parts of yeah. it were kind of dry so to speak so I was just using ketchup no big deal but the whole point was for it to not to be a ketchup burger it's supposed to have this nice right. sriracha how, aioli um, kick yeah how spicy was that sriracha not very spicy it was the perfect okay. for Greg because what if it's, you could have asked for extra probably I just didn't think of it honestly it was the first time getting that burger I didn't really know what I was getting fully into but that's kind of a tip that I've noticed about Disney a lot of times is like if they have some kind of sauce or like something on it they only they only put a tiny bit to ask for some on the side on the side uh would recommend would get again it comes with french fries and it's filling because it's a regular burger plus tater tots and I mean I've got I usually get bacon on my burger there anyway but it was good would get again meats on meats on meats y'all it's really good (laughs) would get again um, we got a lot of food talk coming up. It's not just that burger. We got all kinds of things happening. I'm glad so, I already ate my dinner. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I ate my dinner and then Nicole made some of the cheddar bay biscuits, like the red lobster ones, except oh, it's, gosh, they're yes. gluten-free because of her allergy. So I had one real quick before this. So I'm very full. Delicious. V full. All right. I think it's important to know what, like my status in life when it comes to if I'm a Disney foodie and in thinking of some questions, I feel like I know I know where I belong. This ca- this came from me reading or hearing about an, uh, like a news article kind of thing. Or they're talking about on a radio show, I think, about what it is to be a true foodie. I thought, well, like, I want to disney that. I want to make this about how to determine if I'm a Disney foodie. So we have the That Park Life Podcast official 10 questionnaire. 10 question questionnaire? They're all yes or no, so it's easy to answer. I think we should jump right in. Let's do it. Okay. I'll go first. Uh, okay. First question to determine if you are a Disney foodie. 
Do you put as much thought into the restaurants as you do the parks? Of course, this is when you're planning out your trip. Mm -hmm. So what are you? Is that Are you a yes or a no on that? I am. I'm going to say I'm like in the middle. That's the hard part for me because I'm like we I mean, we do like we book fast passes and then we like make sure we book. Well, we book our restaurants first, right? Because we that's like the first thing we do is book our restaurants because of the 180, 180 days. Yeah, because that's the first thing you can do. So, mm-hmm. but I will, I don't know, maybe this will be answered later. Yeah, I don't want to like say too much, but I'll just say that is the first thing we do. Okay. Agree. What about you? Well, see, nowadays the restaurants are 60 days out and there are no fast passes. That right. said, um, I I do put as much thought. It's just, I don't think counting which happens first is the most important factor because you're right, back in the day, you, you couldn't do the parks necessarily. It was like the- thing to get you excited about yes. your trip but so absolutely if i couldn't get certain dining reservations i would change which parks i was doing so for sure yeah. i put as much thought into the restaurants as i do the parks even nowadays um we like the quick service places that are open to magic kingdom enough to go there and i'm not really crazy about what's open in epcot right now so oh hold on hear that music i didn't mean to do it is there a miracle i don't know about is this a divine intervention Guys, I don't know. It just started playing on its own. We interrupt this broadcast. We interrupt to tell this you about broadcast. The, the Golden Girl. It was your reminder for the Golden Girls. Yes. Um. So yeah. No, I mean, I think that if I lived in the, if I lived closer, I would mm-hmm. probably spend more time on, like, I would. It would probably probably be more restaurant motivated. Yeah, because like you kind of do, you kind of do yeah. uh, the parks. You ready for you ready for the next question? Yeah. Do you collect info on the likes slash dislikes of bloggers and podcasters, like yours truly? <laughs> Oh, you're the <laughs> podcaster, yes. Um, yes, I do. I do pay attention to certain blogs and maybe not so much podcasts because we do a podcast. But yeah, I definitely do. I don't yeah. rely, I'm going to be honest here, I stopped relying on the Disney food blog because okay. I realized that they actually are just um, posting the same article or posting the same vlog, mm. just renaming it. And they've made a career, and God bless them, they've made a career out of that. <laughs> But it's yeah. literally the same information every single time. So, no, I don't really do that as much as regular people who aren't getting paid. I appreciate yeah. that more. By the way, that's us. We ain't getting paid to do this. We don't get paid. So but I, I do follow some people that, yeah. I mean, they don't, they don't, they get paid in other ways from Disney, but yes. they also get very, uh, um, like honest. Sorry, yes, honest. <laughs> <laughs> they give honest feedback. They give honest reviews. And there's some people that I follow on Instagram that I feel like give really honest reviews. So I do trust what they say. I've tried things that they've recommended. So I, yes, I do do that. Do do. She do do. She do do that. that. Mm -hmm. Um, There are people that we're friends with that I follow and I listen to what they say. Um, And not just in food. I mean, I don't know if you've been following our friend Lillian, but she goes in depth. Yeah. She's, she's actually a great person to follow if you want to see what merchandise is available Mm -hmm. in the parks because she basically goes item by item, but she does the same thing for food. Well, and, and honestly, pro tip about following food people, um, find people that are picky because <laughs> they're going to tell you the real, real. Yeah. I feel like you're kind of picky, Greg. Like you like certain things. You're not a, I will eat anything. I don't feel like. I'm not an, I will eat anything. I also am a little uh, wallet motivated as well as food motivated. And sometimes yeah. those two things are at odds, right? Because yeah. there's some really great food out there. Right. And That's restaurants like that are excellent, but I'll never go. I just, I probably right. won't go to like six of the fine dining places that are. Yeah. You know. So that's the other thing. Find someone who's uh, eating things within your budget. Yes. <laughs> and picky because, well, and I like that. Like, I mean, 
I'm not happy for Nicole that she's gluten free, but I like that you get re- you kind of get a review from that other option. Like yes. you know what those options are because y'all eat that stuff. Yeah, it also forces us to constantly examine menus to make sure because yeah. I mean they can make things gluten free, but it's boring and gross. Like you, how yeah. many salads can Nicole eat? Right, like. Right. So you got to, you know, some places offer like all these Another fancy. Another piece of lettuce. Thanks, all these, everyone. All these fancy sandwiches. And then when they make it gluten-free, it's on like this weird Play-Doh looking bread. And it's just cold turkey. Like no one wants Which to pay you $50. You could like literally it. throw it across a room and knock someone yeah. out with it. Or you can it, go so. home and make it yourself for $4, right? So yeah. Um, yeah. anyway, so yeah, the question of do we collect info? I think we're both a yes on that. Yeah. All right. Next. Do you take pics of your food before eating most of the time? And I make sure that the qualifier most of the time is in there because sometimes you're like, Sometimes doing it, but this is like nine out of 10, eight out of 10. You're yeah. doing it. I'm not. Okay. Um, I feel like I did when we, when I was like blogging some and stuff, but I'm just, I don't know. Partly, probably because I don't know what people, I don't want people to know what I'm eating <laughs> because I already <laughs> feel fat and I'm like, I already feel fat and now I'm going to show you all of this food that I'm eating. So I think some of that's just my own personal thing. But okay. I don't know. I mean, it just depends. It honestly just depends. Well, allow me to first tell you that I will never judge the food you're eating in terms of quantity. I don't do that when people post fo- food pictures. Sometimes I'm more judging like, oh, I can't believe you like that. But that's just because, yeah. you know, I am, don't like that kind of thing. But no, as far as quantity of food goes, you do it. Listen, calories don't count in Disney. So that's right. That's you got to do your thing. Well, and honestly, we eat a lot of the same things. So like when we go there and I'm like, I can only post, I mean, how many, how many pictures can you post of like your plate at Ohana? You know yeah, what I, I was mean? going to say, like, I have so many bread pudding Everyone's picks. like, saw that last year, yeah. <laughs> like same one, you know? So um, I don't know. If you it's could something just... new and exciting and fun, then sure, maybe I'll post it. But yeah, people wouldn't even know if you just kept reposting I like, the same thing. I like thing. pretty food. Like if it's, if it looks like it's too pretty to eat, I'll take a picture of yeah. it. But That's why I'm always posting know. photos of me. So I, um, thank you for not laughing. Second, um, <laughs> So this is well, no. Yes. I was just thinking about my feet, and I'm like, I do have. I did post like a couple pictures of bread that I've made, but that's all. But like, I posted it because I'm like, hey, well, I can actually make bread. You made, if I remember correctly, a Jack Skellington bread. I did. Okay, and it was so cool. I learned how to make sourdough bread. I got a really good starter. Did I tell you this? I don't even remember if we talked. You mentioned about this. that you were making bread, but then I saw the photo, like everyone yes. else did, I assume, of the Jack Skellington bread on your yeah. uh, Instagram at the Healthy Hot Mess. That's right. Um. So. I was like, well, you know, how does everyone get those cool designs in their bread or whatever? So I looked it up and I figured it out. And that's what I was trying to do. I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to try it. It's called scoring. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Any of you bread people out there, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but anyway, so I was like, well, I want to try something fun. So I'll try Jack Skellington because that seems pretty easy to do. So that's how it turned out for the first time. Okay. I'll get better at it. But yeah, you know, I, was I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can make one of the contemporary and then ship it to me, I'd appreciate it. I'll do my best. That's a lot of windows. It's a lot of windows. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> a lot a lot of cuts it would look <laughs> real weird i think uh what about you i don't make sourdough bread no do you take <laughs> pics of your food before eating yeah. i feel like you do for like the uh, you do for like your instagram like podcasts and stuff but yes i do for i i don't i don't like send it to anybody but i do usually i yeah. do usually post especially if it's something new or seasonal um or if especially it, like especially if it's a burger that you've had a million times from cosmic rays well i love <laughs> posting about the cosmic ray burgers because i get people who say it's they can't believe i eat there and i like the burgers. Yeah. i'm telling you they've been yeah. so good i haven't lowered my standards at least not that i'm aware they've yeah. been so good but um i always i will probably always take a photo of a peanut butter pie get ready because i'm going to be like tower true. in a week and you're going to see That's at least true. one photo of a peanut butter pie coming up you're always there i'm always um, there okay 
The next one. Do you visit a park or resort specifically for a new snack or entree and then leave? Uh, I'm going to answer this one for you, Greg. Yes, you do. I do that. <laughs> I do do that. Um, I'm trying to think of... Uh, we've done that before. Like when um, when they had the secret... They used to have the secret menu over at All Star Movies. We weren't mm-hmm. staying... I think it was movies. With the viewfinder, we right? Yeah, we weren't staying there. And so we went and did that. Um, and I got the... It was like the cinnamon bun burger. Mm, yes. That they did over there. So I have done that before. Okay. And I mean, yeah, sometimes if, if you like know what you want, like peanut butter pie is a perfect example. You'll go there just to get it. Yeah. So... When we first started reopening here, we went to Co- we went to Magic Kingdom. We didn't specifically go to Cosmic Rays, but or go there to go to Cosmic Rays. We did go there to eat. We wound up leaving because it was crowded. But I didn't feel like my day was wasted at all because I just we needed like a Disney quick service comfort level yeah. meal. But I can't tell you how many resorts I've been to just to get a snack there. Um, I've gone to Art of Animation just and they're not open right now, but they're opening soonish. I think mm-hmm. like November, October. I don't know, but. Um, their s'mores cookie is excellent. Mm. Have you seen the s'mores cookie? I don't know if I've seen it or it's not. It's a chocolate chip cookie. And then like the top of it is kind of like pushed down or there's kind of like a bowl, if you will, built into the cookie. And then in right. there is roasted marshmallow, like a s'mores would be. And then it's yeah. got like a graham crackery crumble on top. And then it's got like a swizzle of chocolate. Excellent. How big is it? Um, it like know? as big as like it's most, high. um, like kind of bigger cookies that they have there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely something that I would like to do more of. It's just hard when we travel from afar and we don't want, like we're very ride motivated. So we're like waste time going to a resort to get a snack or like ride space mountain another three times. Like I could see that. I'm going to weigh our options in that way. It just depends. All right. Next question to determine if you're a Disney foodie. And as I'm watching Nicole and Reba back out of the driveway, because our dog Reba <laughs> is spoiled and likes to go for drives <laughs> instead yeah, of please walks. Please tell people about your spoiled dog. I thought so, my dogs were spoiled. She's, I just watched them. She's uh, Reba's in the back seat, head out the window. And obviously Nicole is driving because it's not a car that drives itself. And uh, that's it. She's just loving her life, head out the window, <laughs> wind blowing in the, you know, hair, uh, face blowing in the wind. And that's it. And they'll do it. Will you normally drive her around for 30 to 40 minutes at night? Where what? do you guys go? Do you have a loop? We just drive around. But is Reba paying for this gas money? No. Greg has <laughs> to go like, to work. I was like, all that gas money? What's going on? Nicole is furloughed and obviously doesn't we have a normal stream of income. No, but I'm saying like, do you guys like drive around the same loop in your neighborhood or do we, you go? Luckily, where do you go? we live in a like an area where there are multiple neighborhoods in the area. Like it's really easy okay. to drive to. There's a lot of offshoots on this main road. But eventually pe- you, people are going to like start to realize we're basically creeping. That's what I'm like. People have to have noticed you by now. And also, do you go slow? Like, do you kind of go slow so she can really take it in? No, we go. I, mean, I, I guess you're in neighborhoods. So medium you have to speed. Go slow. Well, there's a neighborhood nearby that we like. I don't want to say more than our own, but it is a little bit nicer. We didn't move there, honestly, because it's a little too more expensive than what we were going for. Yeah. So we have been there, I think, now enough that I think people think we live there. That'll like we've we've established ourselves. Treating in, you need to walk around on Halloween. I don't know if people are going to be doing that here. Anyway, hold on. So, as far as um, Disney foodie talk goes, um, I just it, had to I, I had to share Reba because I just watched her yeah. little doggy face outside my my window here. Um, what are we up to? Okay, next. Do you, oh, by the way, the answer to that question for me was yes. If it, that wasn't clear, yes, I do go to places just for the food. Uh, next, do you look up recipes of Disney food items to try making them at home? My answer to that is no. No, I'm a no as well. 
Yeah, um, I, I'm too lazy for that, honestly. <laughs> there, I, I am a no, and I had a feeling, like, I know that I was a no, and I, I, I got the impression that you might be a no, too, because I haven't seen any photos of anything you may have made. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. You can be a no because you can drive 20 minutes and get it if you not, wanted it. Not my whole life. This has only well, been know, two and a half years. I mean, you know what I you know. I what do I'm know saying. what you mean, yes. And if don't you forget really want when, some Tonga toast or whatever, then you can just make a reservation and go the next morning. Yeah, this is accurate if I'm not working yet. But during quarantine and furlough time, Disney kept putting out those how to make this stuff at home. Yeah. And um, I asked, so I asked everyone on Instagram to see if anyone had been trying those. And we'll, after this, we'll talk about what everyone's been making. But quick shout out to Kim over at mm-hmm. Disney Dream Co. who posted a bunch of Kim Tries That or Kim Makes That, yeah, that series. Yeah, and she did a bunch. I remember the, the Churro one was the one I remember the most. So uh, if you want to see how that went in, in real life, feel free to go over to Disney Dream Co. and search that. Um, all right. I will say the only thing we have tried to make or we have done before is Dole Whips. Like we've made them before. Okay. But also a uh, little side note, we have a ice cream stand here that sells Dole Whip. Like it God, is Dole counterfeit. Whip brand. I know it's no, it is the Dole Whip brand. It's counterfeit. It's one of the only other places I think that you can get it. Um, yeah. Cause when we first went off, we were like, wait, I'm sorry. What? They <laughs> sell Dole Whips here. I was like, sure enough on the sign it says Dole Whip. Wow. A little ice cream stand. It's so good too. Anyways. And you said no for yours, right? I'm a big no. A big no. Um, okay. The next one. Do you search hashtags like hashtag Disney foodies or hashtag Disney snacks to see what's out there? I use those hashtags to draw more attention to my food photos. <laughs> um, I have clicked on those types of hashtags. Yes. Like Disney snack squad was one until I found out that's an account that's just trying to drum up their own interest. Oh uh, yeah. Um, but yes, I have absolutely clicked on those hashtags to see what's going on, especially if it's at a time when um, there's something new out that like, I want to mm-hmm. see it like a real photo of it, not something that was like produced clearly in like a studio right, somewhere. Right. So yeah, yeah I'm a yes. Is- I'm probably a no. Honestly, I rely a lot on, I think, the people that I follow or okay. like friends that I know that live there to tell me if something's good or not or worth it. Like Lillian. Lillian is one of the ones that I'm like, hey, tell me about the snack. <laughs> yeah, she's the kid um, meal queen, by the way. Yeah. And honestly, I've learned a lot from her because I'm like, oh, gosh, that is a lot of food for like half the price. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I would say no. I just rely ma- mainly on the people that I watch and follow for like real reviews and stuff. I feel like they're covering because... If you follow the right people, they're following like all this new mm-hmm. stuff. Like they know what's coming out. Yeah. I wish I could be there every day to cover everything for everybody, but Greg's got to work. That's right. That's why I love Lillian because she pretty much goes to the park every day. So. Yeah. She's part time. So she has a little She'll bit be more like, time. Let's go see what's new. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then so sometimes by the time I watch like Tim Tracker and stuff, I'm like, oh, I've already seen it's all new. this. It's old news. Seriously. I'm like, oh, I've already seen it. He's like a week behind. <laughs> that guy with his mustache. Okay. Next. Do you aim to try something new every trip? Now, obviously, this is a little bit different if you're local, but when you're traveling down here, do you try to have something new every time? Yes. No, that is something that I feel like okay. I've tried to incorporate into our trips. Like, okay, what are we going to try this time that's new? Because cool, cool. we're very wallet motivated and I like to make it count. So okay. that's what I'm like. All right. What's good? What is worth the money that I'm going to spend? Because I'm not going to spend 20 bucks and then hate it. So. Yeah. That is something that we like to do. Um, um, can we talk about how I still haven't had the peanut butter pie? What? That was like on the list for one of our next oh trips. And then COVID gosh. happened. So, Well, yeah. if you happen to travel here for whatever reason, whether you're doing Disney or not, we will. I will procure a peanut butter pie and I will make it happen. Oh, we need to make that happen. Maybe when we, if we do come in November, 
even though we're not coming to, to Disney, maybe. Yes, but, you're close enough. Um, you're certainly much closer than you are at home. So you'll be able to get to the contemporary, whatever. Anyway. Yeah, oh, please. You know, I'll make it happen. This is what I do. That's true. This Stay tuned, everybody. Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. More, for, more on that later. For Beth tries a PB pie. That's right. You're next. Um, by the way, me is a okay. n- me is a no. I am a no. I think on this, and this is I'm not answering this as a, as a local. Even when we visited. Yeah, yeah, even when you visited, I didn't aim to try something new. But if we were there and I noticed something, I would. But I definitely didn't make plans. If anything, yeah. we wound up um, becoming creatures of habit, and we would mm-hmm. like go to the same restaurants a lot. Yep. Uh, yeah, obviously, we insane. we broadened a little bit now that we live here because yeah, eventually it gets boring. Okay, next. Okay. This is, by the way, I can't. I hope I'm not alone in this because I used to make a big deal out of this question when I used to vacation here. Next question to determine if you're a Disney foodie. Do you increase your diet and or exercise leading up to your trip to make room for the extra pounds of Disney food? No, that's a big no for me. Yeah, yeah, that's a no for me, dog. (laughs) No, because I feel like when I'm at Disney, I'm walking probably more than I do here. I'm probably getting more exercise there than I do here. So I (laughs) don't feel bad. Okay. Don't feel bad. Um, I used to go on like a multi-month plan where I would lose like 10 to 12 pounds and I would gain back at least five on the trip. I mean, oh, this, yeah. these are these are real numbers. I'm not just making this up. Um, the very first trip Nicole and I went on, which incidentally was exactly nine years ago today, we landed in Disney for our first trip Aww. together as Memories. BFGF. Um, <laughs> by the way, we stayed, believe it or not, at... Bay Lake Tower, by the way. Of course you did. For part of the trip, the other part was at Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa. And um, we, I just always, we always, uh, maybe I shouldn't say we, I don't know if Nicole was as uh, strict about it as I was, but when we Mm -hmm. planned our big trips before we moved here, obviously, for sure, went on a big diet, did lots of exercise, just, I was going to make my time here count. Yeah, I'm more of a damage control, like... (laughs) I'll get home and assess the damage and then I'll, I'll deal with it then. That's kind of how I am. All right. Makes sense. Um, Okay. Next one. Have you tried the similar dishes at multiple restaurants to determine a baseline? You know, Nicole suggested this one to me, this question. And I thought it's interesting because you, it's hard to have an idea of what's good and what's not if you haven't tried that same thing at multiple places. So like, as an example, I've had the fried chicken here at Disney at multiple places, not all of them, mm-hmm. but I can tell you, at least my opinion is that the fried chicken dish at the Grand Floridian Cafe is superior over the other ones, including yeah. Skipper Canteen and Olivia's as examples, yeah. um, Olivia's Cafe at Old Key West. And uh, so, yeah, I have tried similar dishes and it's probably easier with things like burgers or certain sandwiches where it's like a staple at every place. So I have a big yes on this one. I would say for me, probably not. I don't I can't say that there's been a lot of the same thing that I've tried at different places. Okay. because I feel like we eat very different. I mean, maybe when it comes to like bacon and Mickey waffles, but I feel like (laughs) that's pretty much same across the board. Well, here's here's I think what I think Nicole was getting at, by the way, for those new Nicole is my wife. And um, she knows that there are certain places, and this is going to sound nuts, but just follow me on this. There yeah. are certain places where the chicken tenders, and in her case, it's the allergy-free t- tenders, taste better than others. We don't necessarily mm-hmm. know what they're doing. Okay. Maybe they keep up with their fryers in a different way. Yeah, but how they're frying it, how often yes, they're clean or whatever. But for me, the number one place of good chicken tenders or the chicken breast nuggets, whatever they're called now, is, has always been in my history here at Restaurantosaurus and Animal Kingdom. They are always the freshest. Interesting. They always taste okay. the best. 
And yeah. Nicole has had great luck there and at Columbia Harbor House. I mean, they're good. Like, I mean, they're chicken yeah. tenders. Okay, let's not be too picky here. But for whatever reason, those two locations, they're just ah plus every time. Chicken tenders, yo. Yes. All right. Our last question here on our uh, how to determine if you're a Disney foodie. We have a bonus question that might, might just <laughs> oh, be only applicable be to me. But our last and final question here is, do you make it a point to try something at most or every booth during an Epcot festival? No. I'm a no too. <laughs> this made me think I'm that- a no because, well, and I'll be honest, it's the money. It's yeah. just, you get like two bites for like $8. And yes. my husband's like, uh, no, we ain't doing that. Yeah. So there might be one or two things that I'll try. Like if there's something that I really want to try or he really wants to try, we'll get a couple things, but. Again, we're wallet motivated and we're like, mm, not worth it. I know there's some people that love doing it. More power to you. I'm like, honestly, we just don't have the money to do that. Yeah. On our trips. There definitely is a, a money factor involved here. It's like, well, I want to be a foodie, but I also don't want to blow yeah. like my whole paycheck on just going yeah. to the food and wine festival or whatever it yeah. is, whatever festival you're talking about. So I'm also a no, but I definitely know people and follow people who it's there, maybe not all in one day, but for sure over the course of their trip or over course over the course of the season, so to speak, um, they will pretty much get everything or at least one thing at every booth yeah. at, at the festivals at Upcom. Now I will say as far as like, I don't know, maybe you're like, maybe you're like this, maybe you're not, but I grew up in a place of like really good food. When you grow up in a place that you're surrounded by really good food all the time, it's hard to go other places because mm-hmm. you always compare it to like everything that you've grown up with. So yeah. like for, so I grew up in Charleston, like Charleston's a huge food destination, really great food, really great seafood. So I feel like I was kind of spoiled and I didn't realize that until I moved out to Colorado after college and people were, t- they would talk about how great the food is at different restaurants and I would go there and eat them. And I'm like, this is okay. Like this isn't the best thing in the world. So I do feel like I'm a little bit spoiled in the sense of, I don't know. I feel like my taste is just different because yeah. I'm like, I compare a lot of stuff to like stuff that I grew up with or food from home that I've eaten. I don't know. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Like I'm and not trying to sound like I'm like hoity toity. No, or I don't like think that. so I'm just at saying all. My palate has been a little bit spoiled because yes. of the area I grew up in. Like I remember moving up here and I didn't even know what a meat and three was. Do you know what that is? That sounds dirty. So please tell me. Exactly. So <laughs> here, like in the upstate, meat and threes it's like it's like diners kind of like where you you cut like on the menu you basically order like a meat and then you order like three sides okay so it's a lot of like southern sides too it could be like it could be like fried chicken and then you get like mac and cheese or like squash casserole or green beans or whatever so that's what they that's what they call it meat and threes so there's a lot of meat and threes up Uh, here so that's like what doug grew up around and i'm like i grew up around a lot of like gourmet type food so no, um, it's, makes, just, it's just different sense. yeah you know i mean you can tell me how great the pizza is here at via napoli i'll it'll never be what the like what i'm used to for pizza up in new york the pizza's right? like, different yeah oh yeah like pizza in new york no nothing's ever going to compare to that no. so like i know i know that the pizza that i like here is probably crap in <laughs> new york but i'm okay with that because i know that that's why when we go to new york you get real like pizza. when we went to new york we're like we're gonna eat pizza while we're here we're gonna oh go God, to spumoni and we're gonna like we're you know spumoni gardens and we're gonna <sighs> get all the best pizza we can i'm gonna actually eat sicilian because i didn't even know that was a thing oh until i went God. up to new york I so had a good sicilian slice well, so and i long. love just like cheese i love cheese just cheese pizza and that's yeah. the thing when you go to new york it's not like let me get a you know like all these weird toppings people look at you like you're crazy 
So I'm like, yeah, okay. Just this pizza. Ain't, this ain't Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have one la- one bonus question, and I would like to ask you, because I think you might be a no on this. So okay. bonus question to determine if you're a Disney foodie, and this might apply to foodie foodieism everywhere. Do you carry stomach relief medicine to restaurants to allow yourself to keep piling on the food? I do not, but I know people that do. And Greg is one of them. It's not me or Doug. So. <laughs> the key to success here, everybody. Listen, let's do a little life lesson and how to handle Disney food in a way that doesn't cause you to be on the bowl. Heartburn. It's all about heartburn, right? If you struggle with heartburn. It's heartburn, upset stomach, nausea. It's all of the symptoms of, of the, Pepsid, the reason you would take. You would take abysmal commercial. Yes. Not a sponsor. So <laughs> because I use the Target brand usually. But here's the thing. I like the chewable tablets and I take like two or three of them with me to a restaurant, especially meals like Ohana or mm-hmm. a, I know that Ohana is not open right now or a buffet. I know buffets aren't operating right now, but in general, or if it's an all you care to enjoy experience, if it's family style and I'll have one, usually I'll take like I'll chew on one um, between every other entree and or every other or every entree, depending on how big they are. And then I'm telling you, I feel great. I could skip through Magic Kingdom after Ohana. I don't feel weighed down, and I don't feel like I've stuffed myself. But does it totally jack up your palate when you're eating that in-between things? It's a great palate cleanser if you like chalk. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so is limoncello, but I mean. (laughs) Yeah. If you can crush up a little bit of Pepto-Bismol into a limoncello, then give it to me. I'll take it. (laughs) That is one thing, though, that I'm actually grateful for. I feel blessed that I don't have to do that, that I don't struggle with heartburn, because our buddy that lives down there, he struggles with it. And heartburn is definitely an issue. And like I carry Tums or whatever brand of Tums separately, but it's mostly just so I don't, yeah, you know, blast off. So, um, <laughs> so that's that was our list to determine, help you determine if you're a Disney foodie. And are we uh, gonna um, are we gonna talk about our results for the online quiz? I think we should post it. I think we should wait. And I want to see okay. how everyone else is doing. And if you are the same as us, well, I'll, I'll post. Maybe we'll post our results to our that Park Life Podcast Instagram account tomorrow. We'll both uh, screenshot it and take a picture. And we want to know if you're just like us. We want to know what type of Disney food you are. There'll be a link to the quiz in our bio. We'll do it in the description of this episode. Just look for the what kind or what type of Disney foodie are you. So I put the question out there if you've asked, uh, if you've uh, tried to make any Disney dishes at home. And if so, how did it go? Uh, We heard from at Joyful Disney Adventures who said yes. We always make tachos like you can get from Toy Story Land. It's like, huh. That's, you know what? That's a pretty straightforward, easy one to make, I think. I know. I was thinking that too. I'm like, you probably could make that pretty easy. Yeah. Um, Hyperion Horizons, which is... um. You may remember one half of Hyperion Horizons because she came on to very... I mean, this was like... This is going way, 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 way back to when we did a finish that Disney lyric and then the, our contestants actually sang. Which was pretty cool. That, Of course, I'm talking about Marina. All right. So she says, we made Tonga Toast and it was better than the Polly's. We made a how-to on our YouTube. So yeah. we need to check that out. I was like, oh, I'm going to go check that out. Here's This is how I gauge. If I if I can watch the video of somebody doing it and I'm like, okay, I can do that, then maybe I'll try it. But most of the time I'm like, oh, I don't, mm, that looks too difficult. Nope. <laughs> if your directions are too difficult. I like the videos. <laughs> I'm just a visual learner. So I'm like, yeah. if I can watch somebody make it, I can, I'm like, oh, I can do that. Reading directions, it's way over my it's head. not your thing? Mm-mm, not my thing. Um, Ed and Jason, I'm not sure which of the mm-hmm. two of them responded, but at the Traveling Husbands said, we cooked Ohana wings vegan style, get mm-hmm. ready for this, with battered cauliflower instead of chicken. Have you ever tried those? No. Like cauliflower wings? Oh, they're good. They're I good. have seen them. Um, I just haven't tried them. Yeah, if you get the sauce right, 
they can be delicious. Um, one one of the two wives of the Disney Kremlins, mm-hmm. uh, Bailey, shout out, because at least no Cody listens. I don't know if she listens, but who cares? Anyway, um, she posted this nice photo of her making uh, cauliflower wings in the air fryer, and I thought that looked so cool, and I want to yeah. try them out. I have heard that the air fryer is great. Y'all have one, don't you? You have an air fryer? We have an air fryer, and I use it almost every day, including today. Look at you. Um, okay, and then Fueled by Magic said uh, they tried making the gray stuff. And I nailed it is what she says. Yeah. She is obviously confident about her ability to make the gray stuff. I mean, send it over lady. I, well, I feel like I've heard it's not that many, like it's not that hard to make ingredient wise. It's probably not. I mean, it, I haven't actually tried the real gray stuff, but I'm guessing no, the, it's just like a buttercreamy kind of a thing. The question is, is did you use crispy pearls? Stop it. <laughs> um, by the way, fueled by magic, Sarah, shout out, shout out to her mom who Sarah. I know listens. Have I ever told you how Sarah at fueled by magic changed my life? I just love how you say Sarah. 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 It's Maybe like Sarah. One day Sarah. I'll, I'll give you the story about how Sarah has changed my life. I don't even know if she oh. knows the degree to which she has changed it. I but I'm like actually you being. Us, you can't leave us hanging like this. I'm being Can very serious. She's it, like an version? actual dramatic change in my life happened because of her. More on that oh. on a different episode. That'll be uh, another Disney potpourri maybe. Maybe. Actually, you know, that's a great, that's a great thing. Actually, I'll save it for Disney potpourri. Mm-hmm. Should we move on to some some news nugs? Yeah, we'll do some news nugs. Uh, Before we do some news nugs, let's do a quick shout out to World Traveler Trading Co. on Instagram Mm -hmm. and their shop, World Traveler Trading, with our uh, key fobs. Keep an eye out for all the fall stuff that recently dropped. There's a lot of stuff. Yes. Also, I've had a key fob that I bought for a birthday present, and it's not until October, and I'm like, can your birthday hurry up and get here? Because I need to give you your present. (laughs) But um, you can go get get a discount with our promo code guys and it's that park life yeah easy to remember it's the name of this podcast so go go to her etsy shop (laughs) link in the description of this episode and use our promo code that park life and save yourself a little bit of money use that money to go try a new food item disney snack at disney this is me not having the news nugget uh (laughs) audio ready to go because i am a true professional have things ready okay here we go and now Gorsh. Gorsh. That's a fun one to do. Gorsh. Gorsh. Just feel like you're like I'm throwing up a little bit. (laughs) Pretty much is what it sounds like. Um, okay, we've got a couple news nuggets. So mine, okay, one, there was one story that I had to give a shout out to because it says the story is let's go there. Planning a trip can boost your happiness. Oh. And I was like, uh, duh. Um, that was it. I just wanted to give a shout out for that one because I'm like, <laughs> really, Disney? <laughs> the, like the thing was, planning a trip can boost your happiness. Oh, that was like, a Disney written article? That was a Disney article oh. on the blog. Yes. Yikes, Anyways, okay. that's not the one I'm talking about. I'm okay. going to tell you that the holidays are returning to Walt Disney World. So obviously Ooh. they have announced that they're not doing the Christmas party. Um, but these are some of the things they're doing instead. So it starts from uh, it starts on November 6th, goes to December 30th. It says they will be you will be able to enjoy festive decor, themed merchandise, seasonal food and beverage offerings and entertainment all across Walt Disney World Resort. Um, I'm just going to read some of these things off to you from the article. It says guests will be delighted by the sight of festive flotillas at Disney's Animal Kingdom, holiday promenades at Epcot and merry motorcades at Disney's Hollywood Studios. They will also have character cavalcades at Magic Kingdom. Um, all of these were, will just be with special holiday twist. Uh, it says with Christmas friends on festive floats in their holiday finest. So gingerbread men, check. Elves and reindeer, check. 
Uh, hopefully that reindeer that can really dance. Uh, my personal favorite, the Toy Soldiers, will join the Main Street Philharmonic as they march through Magic Kingdom Park, bringing musical holiday cheer for all of us to hear. Yeah. Um, then it says when night falls, which A is fun because I'm like, thank God it's going to be dark. They're going to have some dark times. It says when night falls, special projection effects will give a festive look to Cinderella's castle this year. It will provide a colorful backdrop for guest photos. The appearance, the appearance of the iconic castle will be transformed. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. With a rotating series of designs, including a whimsical Christmas sweater. Ooh, an and ugly sweater. Re- an ugly sweater, basically. And a regal overlay of red, green, and gold ornamentation. And it says that this will be in place of the Castle Dream Lights, which RIP, no Castle Dream Lights, which I, I don't understand why they don't just still do the Dream Lights. Like, they Here's don't a- have to do the ceremony. I, you know what I mean? I have a couple of things to say. Is everyone ready? Buck, yeah. Buckle up for a second. Okay. I took a stance on my personal Instagram account at the Disney Greg on this, Ooh. particularly on um, certain negativity that was floating out there about the lack of mm. the Christmas party, the dream lights. And I feel very strongly about what I said. And that was no dream lights, no very, ma- no very merry, no problem. I will still be there. Yeah. It's still the number one place in my heart. Um, and I'm also the type of person that will make the most of it. And I think that if there's one thing I could learn from 2020, is to make the most of the situation you're in because some yeah, of these I mean, situations they're, they're are crappy. Trying. Yeah, they're trying. I mean, yes. they're doing they're doing what they can, and it's going to be something new. So it's like, who doesn't want to see something new? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that if the reason you're traveling to Disney is to see the Dreamlights, then this is not your year. Yeah, that's how I mean, I that's feel. that's how we are. I mean, yeah. we're just we're like, look, the there are off. things that we like to do at Disney, and we can't do those things right now, so we're just not going to go. But we're also not like going to be buttheads about it you know what i mean yes (laughs) i think now i don't know anything that you don't know right or that you yeah like i don't have any inside information here is what i'm getting at but right i know that in general disney is trying to minimize anything that draws a crowd so even though they don't necessarily have to do a ceremony to light the castle the fact that the castle is lit means a more than usual number of people are going to get in the front of the castle to take a picture and they're probably not going to do that if it's just the projections right well, and I guess when they do the lights, the um, dream lights, it's a whole production, right? The whole thing is Elsa lights up the castle. Yeah. And also, why would you put that much manpower and work like, and pay people to do all I that stuff the other when thing. you can't really do it? You know what I mean? So and, projection seems to be a, a good second to that. Right. And then I was thinking, well, think about this. And I don't, again, I don't know anything on the inside, but just kind of thinking at this objectively is Disney World shut down for months. And I know, like, just about everybody wasn't working. Obviously, security was and the people that are keeping it functionally going. But I would imagine that some of the holiday decorating teams also weren't working. So if you've ever watched, like, the the behind-the-scenes specials on decorating Disney for the holidays and Mm -hmm. stuff, they're year-round. And they they take what they call the off-season to, like, test, you know, like, make sure the lights are working, clean everything, and blah, 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 blah. I wonder how much they couldn't get to. Yeah. During that time. And I wonder yeah, if these are like this was like prime like prep time for that, yeah, right? You right. Know? I mean, I'm assuming they'd be doing it right now, or at least they would have started in whatever, but they had to then go do the uh Halloween yeah. stuff or the fall stuff. Right? I mean, they're still gonna do decor. Yes. But it's just So it makes sense to me if they just decided to skip the dreamline so they don't have to worry about going through the process of testing all of them, which I know might sound silly, yeah. but think about that, right? That's as manpower involved in that. So well, like, and all things all considered. New- all these new projections like that, that takes time and effort to put all that stuff together. So somebody has been working on that. Yeah. You know what see I mean? That you can That's do just, right. That you a can computer, do like, probably yeah, from at home a, in a studio. Somewhere right. Else. So, so I'm sure 
that's all been yeah been so i'm on. i'm going with the uh, i think it's going to be a unique thing i think it's going to be the type of thing where when you look back in your photos from this year it's the year of yes. of covid not that you want to think of it that way but like you can tell what yeah. year it was because if it's yes. a if it's the year with the projections it was 2020 right so it's not it's like when we all talk about the cake castle the birthday you cake know? castle it's like, oh, oh yeah the cake castle love it <laughs> like, it'll be Yep, I guess we're man. not getting that. For the 50th. I, I, mean, I think some people are going just because they want to have those memories of like, yeah, we were there that year. We yeah. got to experience all the different things that they did that year, even though it wasn't what we wanted. You know what I mean? Um, I do have got- one nugget. And this news nugget came out a little while ago, but it's definitely relevant because I just tried one of the items on this list. But mm-hmm. uh, the, the Disney Parks blog put out a foodie guide to 2020 of fall treats, which makes sense because we're talking all about food today. So mm-hmm. I thought I'd highlight just a few things that at least stuck out to me that are already available. There are a few snacks on the list that are Halloween day only. I'm going to skip over them for the sake of this because I think it's a low probability that most people listening to this are going to be at the park specifically on Halloween because it's a lot less traveling happen than, than usual, yeah. let alone just that one day. So um, here's a couple of things that are available now throughout the parks. Cinnamon donuts over at Pecos Bill. And the mm-hmm. cool thing about these little cinnamon donuts they're basically like munchkins, right? But they're cinnamon donuts. But you can upgrade for an added cost for them to be served in a hitchhiking ghost novelty container. Oh, yeah. And it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it does make it look like you barely get any donuts when you do that. Cause it like, yeah, when they, I think what they do though is they give it to you on the side. Yeah. They don't actually put them in the like holder mm-hmm. or whatever. But we it, actually, we do have these holders because they were the ones that came out um, for the 50th anniversary at Disneyland. Okay. So we have the Disneyland version, but it's the same one. It just doesn't say 50th Disneyland on it. Gotcha. But yeah, they're not very big. They're not. It's like the popcorn holders, right? No one ever really gets the popcorn holders and has just popcorn Just for popcorn. In them. Yeah. 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 But other stuff. If anything, they're just collecting dust somewhere on a shelf in your house. Yeah. Uh, next are the Hades nachos, which I almost got a Pecos bill, but instead I got mm-hmm. a kid's meal of something else because I didn't want to die. Um, this is yeah. a black bean nacho chips dish. With fiery mm. buffalo chicken, lettuce, tomato, sour cream, salsa, and jalapeno. And I will be getting so this okay. this weekend. So keep your eyes peeled to Greg's and Instagram. You will be ours. a lot of Pepto Bismol That's a definite, yes. Um, over at Storybook Treats and Magic Kingdom, you can get the Poor Unfor- Unfortunate Souls Float. This is interesting. Mm. Uh, cream cheese, soft serve, black raspberry syrup, and Coca-Cola. Okay, I have been seeing people. Is this the one that has the crown on it? Yes. Like Ursula's crown? I have been seeing people getting yes. that and trying that. So. It looks cool. I haven't eaten it. If you've eaten it, let it me know how it is. It does look cool, is. but I have been seeing everyone's like, but you got to eat it real fast because it melts like right well, away when you're outside. Well, it's hot as hell out, yes. Listen, Storybook Circus is one of those spots that we are always like, we got to go in there and see what they got because I feel like they always have good stuff in there. Storybook Treats. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of Storybook. Which is fine. No, I mean- I'm thinking, you know what I'm thinking? I'm sorry. Go back. I'm thinking of Big Top Souvenirs. Yes. No, but wait, I don't want to go back because this is an important thing because I constantly (laughs) get confused because Storybook Treats is not the same thing as Storybook Circus. Circus. And they're not even right next to each other. So they really need, they should have renamed it is basically what I'm getting at. Yeah, I wasn't thinking straight. But yeah, Big Top Souvenir is where I was talking about. We always go because I'm like. They got good stuff. Yeah, they have good treats in there and you can get your discount on them there. Yes, just like Confectionery, it's considered a retail location. So your annual pass discount, which right now uh, is at 30% for a limited time. (gasps) nice Good um 
by the way, just as a matter of full disclosure, cast members also get a discount, and our discount is increasing significantly over the next couple of months. So when you see oh. Greg buying stuff, I am not made of money, but I am tempted by discounts. So just know that. Yes. Uh, over at Animal Kingdom at C- Creature Comforts, a.k.a. the Starbucks or Flame Tree Barbecue or Restaurantosaurus, you can get the Scar Cupcake. This, this I'm going to be getting at some point. Okay. Even though I don't really go to Animal Kingdom that often, I'll go for this. That's how I know I'm yeah, a foodie because I'm going to this park specifically for this cupcake. A red velvet cupcake with toasted marshmallow filling, chocolate marshmallow frosting, chocolate pebbles, white chocolate flames, and an edible icing image. That's right up my alley. Yeah. Yo, I can't wait to see what you think of that oh, one. Oh, yeah. And then one last thing I'll mention for all you Italians out there. <laughs> Because you know how good the food is at Pizza Rizzo. There is a pumpkin cheesecake cannoli or a ganoli if you're most of my family. Uh, That's a pumpkin cheesecake, you know, filling mixed with hazelnut praline crunch and a cannoli shell. That actually does sound good. Yeah, it's interesting. I would try that. But I'm not allowed in that park. So I, I will not be getting the pumpkin cheesecake cannoli. That's true. Delicious. All right. Should we move on to some history? Oh, some some herstory. Actually, it's funny you say that because today mine really is. That's right. Herstory. You should go first then. So listen, I know for sure, without a doubt, that this was the exact same history item I used on this date last year, and I will continue to use this history <laughs> item every year I on this that. date. I was like, I wonder if he used that last oh, year. Oh, I, I absolutely did. And I don't really care. We make the rules, right? So on this day, on this very day. 35 years ago in 1985 i'm lowering the wrong volume here we go uh the golden girls a sitcom produced by touchstone television and distributed by buena vista television thus making it disney debuted on nbc not disney and in case you didn't know everybody the show centers on four older women who share my miami florida home the series went on to win several awards including the primetime emmy award for outstanding comedy series twice during its seven-year run here's a slightly mm. little maybe lesser known thing is that all four actresses were actually named disney legends in 2009 amen they are so you girl, as they should be your as girl they betty white be. who's still kicking it is a an alive it. disney legend uh, of the golden girls betty white she's hardcore be white um i'm going all the way to 1996 this was when the campy and glamorous mistress of the dark elvira hosted a wild friday the 13th party at disney mgm studios i thought that was very interesting yes I was like, oh, that was that. I guess that was a thing. She did a lot of Disney stuff back then. I feel like I didn't know Elvira was a Disney character, but I guess here we are. I don't know. If she is she? I think I don't know. Well, maybe that was part of the MGM. Simple. Maybe. Oh yeah, you're right. Could have been, but and now it's I not just MGM. Like that. I missed that last year. I was like, how did I not see this? But <laughs> I guess they did a Friday the Thirteenth party there. Wow. Maybe it was like a Disney's version of Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> Could be. Is there a Friday the Thirteenth coming up anytime soon? No. There, yes, oh, there, there is, is in November. Yeah, there is one coming up. Oh my God, it's a shame it's not Halloween month. It would have been nice. I know. Um, I think that's it for history. History. Which means a ready for a, a dramatic ending to the music and over. Okay. Uh, <laughs> have a quote coming up. To I have a food related quote. Believe it or not, it's just a it's a food bonanza today on that part of that that's podcast. Right. Lots of food. Um, Hope you're if, hungry. If you like what you heard today, please feel free to like out to what? Feel free. I almost said to reach out. Feel, Feel free to reach out. Free. We haven't said that in a while. That's why you I went to go say If you really want to reach out, go ahead. We'll Just talk to reach you. out and touch me. So you can yeah. uh, find us on Instagram at That Park Life Podcast. Feel free to drop us a line. Do whatever you need to do. Follow us. Or my mm-hmm. personal on, on Instagram is at the Disney Greg. I'm at the Healthy Hot Mess. 
And what I meant to say was, if you liked what you heard today, feel free to like, subscribe, leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing on whatever platform you listen to. And it's especially beneficial for us if you leave us a review over on iTunes. We greatly appreciate it. It's free and easy to do. Feel free to do it. Yep. And if you are really hungry now and you're craving a Disney food, you're welcome. You are welcome. Hey, don't forget about our quiz, our BuzzFeed quiz, the what kind of Disney foodie are you? Let us know how you did. We want to know what type of Disney foodie you are. Yeah, post the post the foodie. Post whatever you end up being. Just take a little screenshot, post it up, tag us. We want to see it. Post that foodie. All right. <laughs> that sounded weird, right? That was Foodie? Foodie or foodie? Foodie. The foodie photo. photo the photo of the foodie. Uh, I'll leave us today with a quote from your favorite rat, not Rizzo from the mm. Muppets. This is Ratatouille. Who knows when his attraction is opening here at Epcot? But Oh gosh. One day, who knows? But he said if you are what you eat, then you might as well eat something good. Mm. And I Amen. am a walking, talking peanut butter pie, and I am okay with that. I don't know what I'm a walking, talking anymore. I don't know. Ice cream. Ice cream and pizza. That's my favorite. Oh, my gosh. A walking, that's talking ice cream pizza. If I want to cheat, I'm like, ice cream and pizza. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all from us this week. We'll see you all next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.